Have you ever wondered how you'd escape the clutches of Godzilla with only a paperclip? Or ever wanted to know about a puppy who rescued a chicken? Well, come on in to the bunker, settle down, grab a Twinkie, and relax in the apocalypse. Hello and welcome everybody to our very cosy bunker as we sit out the apocalypse by taking a step back, having a deep breath and relaxing. My name's Henry and on today's show we discuss the uses of a mop, why everyone loves cheese and how beer is helping animal shelters. But first let's welcome our guest, Maya! Woo! Hello! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it! yourself! <laughs> how are you? Thank you? I'm very good, thank you for having me on. I'm very yeah. excited to to go through this with you yeah do you, do you like what i've done with the bunker i do i like it a lot yeah. and i am um, i'm not a big fan of big big fan of twinkies so i think i'll skip that one but I'm yeah they're, they're, they're more for the cockroaches um and if you get oh. that wally reference then i do i'm so uh, yes so many people don't um is it is it a reference to the that uh, woody harrelson movie as well where he eats oh, twinkie Miland. yeah that one it's. I mean, in my in my frame of mind, it's always the Wally situation. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I like it. I must have that one. Help me though. Um, are you ready for the fact of the week? I am. Okay. Go for it. Cheese is the most shoplifted food in the UK. Out of every food. Out of everything else you could get in the shop. <laughs> what type cheese. of cheese? Just just cheese. Just any type of cheese, like just, a, just if someone's going in. Grabbing a like a slice of brie and running out the shop. Yep. That yep. is ridiculous. It's actually crazy. I yeah. mean, I love cheese, but I don't think I'd love it enough to go shoplift it. That's I mean, kind of crazy. In a in a similar um, weirdness, um, the most shoplifted slash stolen book in the world is actually the Bible. No way! Seriously. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait. But like, from where? Like, just like they can't steal it from churches. It's sort of like the ones they give you in like hotels. Probably the ones just like in hotels, yeah. Or um, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's I'm. Some people are weird. Who was who's stealing a Bible and cheese? Like, that's a really? wild night. <laughs> <laughs> Get home, read my Bible, eat some cheese. Oh, yeah, like a good Saturday night there. <laughs> <laughs> I read the uh, read the revelation. That <laughs> locusts that eat the human race. <laughs> different different cheese for each each like um, book. So like onto Psalms, time for some brie. Yeah. Onto Genesis, time for some cheddar. You know, we'll mix it up a little bit. Yeah. I like it. I Save like the blue it. cheese for crying at the end. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, that's a brilliant fact. I'm taking that to the next. If that comes up in a pub quiz or something, I am winning that thing. Yeah, well, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? Um, on the subject of other um, assorted consumables, uh, the news: uh, yeah. U.S. beer branch Bush, I think that's how that's, that's pronounced, <laughs> uh, has teamed up with a local animal shelter to offer a three-month supply of free beer anyone fostering or adopting one of its dogs. Uh, the initiative was launched in response to the closure of animal shelters across the US due to um, the unmentioned 
epidemic happening across the world now in 2020. Um, but <laughs> despite um, everything shut uh, pandemic now, uh, abandoned and unwanted animals continue to fill the shelters, um, mm. which is why the company came up with the solution. I mean, so, that is kind of genius. I mean, like, you know, like, obviously, it's really upsetting that the animals are still there. And obviously, like, we can go to our homes. We're safe. But, you know, like, they're, they're still stuck. They're still not able to. But, I mean, offers anybody three months of free beer. They're going to take it. And Oh, yes. I mean, just to, even if you, yeah, do you get the animal, just drink through the pain. Just drink through the I think that's a genius idea. Well done, America. Like, you've done, that's good. That's, that's, that's something good that's happened in America. For a long time. Um, <laughs> <ooh>. <laughs> Sorry, any Americans listening to this. I uh, don't mean to insult your country. but <laughs> <laughs> Don't mean to, but... Um, yeah. look, who, look who's running it. <laughs> so, yeah. Moving I, on. I feel, like, I feel like I need another fact. I love these facts, oh, I love it. Here's, here's a beer fact for you. Yeah. Uh, according to Guinness, 162,719 pints of black gold are absorbed by beards and moustaches every year. Oh! That's, that's just, uh, just just sad. I mean, it's gross, <laughs> but it's sad that they wasted all that beer. I know, like, you could literally... Oh my god, that's a lot. That oh, but it goes to show you what type of person drinks Guinness. A lot of people with beards and moustaches. That's just mm. how do they know that? How would you even measure that? Would you are you going up to every guy and being like, right, stand there, just gonna like rinse out your beard, and like here's how much, like what? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit um, bit bit weird, isn't it? It is, but that <laughs> is a lot of beer to waste. Like, oh mm. no, 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 no. I just, I'm literally just imagining somebody drinking a Guinness and they've just got beer like all over their face. Do you wipe it off and then you measure? I am very confused. It's going to be in my head all day now. <laughs> like, how do they I mean, measure that? <laughs> what, what I have learned is to just not question these things anymore. <laughs> That's a wise just, thing. Just go with the flow. <laughs> just accept it as the truth and uh, move on. See, that's a sign of someone who's grown up and accepted life. I'm still a child wondering who's what. I'm still <laughs> curious to all these crazy things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm loving the facts, though. That is brilliant. Well, we'll finish off with one more American fact. New Yorkers bite 25 times more Americans than sharks do. <laughs> um... <laughs> And with that, we'll go on to the scenario. <laughs> that's amazing. That's so brilliant. It just... Oh, that's my favourite fact. I'm sorry, I took away, away the cheese and the Bible and the beer. That is brilliant. New Yorkers bite yeah. more people than sharks. 25 times more people I than mean, sharks. It's easier to provoke a New Yorker than a shark, I think. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't know. I've, I've never had the honour of provoking being in America, <laughs> but... Or the honour of provoking a New, New Yorker. Yorker. <laughs> if I come across a New Yorker, just just see what happens. <laughs> they bite you. <laughs> yeah, just just test it out. I mean, you got a twenty five percent chance. <laughs> <laughs> One in four. Um, no, that's not what that's not what the fact said. Okay. Oh, that's so right. the scenario. 
this this is an interesting one mm-hmm. this one I, i'm interested to to know what you'll think of okay so you've just found out that you have four hours to live after being exposed to a deadly gas okay you work military facility so have a lot of scientific equipment at your disposal but not the cure you also left your key card on your desk so you're currently locked inside the supply closet you have a mop some cleaning fluids a first aid kit and a half-eaten box of donuts how do you survive oh my god firstly how do you think of these things do you just like make them up or are these like pre-thought of oh no i make them up oh my god have you have you got like an answer in your head that will work or do you just no no. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I've 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 thought about um, this a little bit, but yeah. I'll only step in when you when you fail. <laughs> when I fail, hang on a second. Okay, <laughs> right. So, okay, so I've got a mop. I've got cleaning fluids. I've got a box of donuts and, and a first aid. The first aid kit. Okay, and I've got four hours to live. Oh my god. Well, one, I would think I would just panic a little bit because four hours to live is not a long time. What's the deadly no. gas? What is it? Don't know. Don't know. It's just deadly. No, just deadly gas. And why am I uh, in the supply closet? If I've got four hours to live, why am I in there? Well, maybe you were in the supply closet getting things, and then you realised, oh, hang on, I feel like death. So oh. maybe that gas was evil. Um, I think your first step is trying to get out of the supply closet and then you could probably, uh, because you work in the top me- top secret military facility, mm. you could probably make a cure. Okay. Um, I think but I- you've got to get out of the supply closet first. Well, I'd look in the first aid kit first and see if there was anything to help me feel better. So I think I'd look for like any paracetamol or ibuprofen or like anything like that. And then how do I get out of the supply closet with the mop cleaning fluids? And a half eat. and it's a key card operated door. What's with yep. the donuts? Energy? I don't know. Um, no, that was just that was just um, the cleaner Gary. The cleaner Gary just yeah. he was eating. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. Can I break down the door? But that's not really using anything I have. That's literally just me charging into a door. Um, you don't have to use anything. What if first thing? I'm charging into the door if you want, but it might just hurt you. <laughs> True, and also I have four hours to live and I'm already dying, so that's not going to help. Is there like any scissors mm-hmm. in the first aid kit or anything sharp? Yeah. Can I try and pick There's them up? Bandi- There's bandage scissors, but oh. they aren't useful to anyone. They're not very sharp. Okay. Or pointy. Cleaning fluids. Are they flammable, the cleaning fluids? Yep. Oh, but how am I going to start? Oh, I mean, I could like... There are ways to start a fire without... But then you don't really want to set a fire if there's a deadly gas because it could be flammable. I could light up the whole place. So that's not going to help. Yep. The mop. How could I use the mop? Could I... Oh my god. I am stuck here. Could I try and make a keycard? So a keycard, is it the one that you slide through something that goes beep? Or is it a touch one? So that beeps. It's a sliding one. Sliding one through... Th- okay. Okay. Yeah, but you've left it on your desk. So you don't have your keycard. But could I make something that is going to be similar to the keycard to slide through the thing and get out from the materials I have? Well, if if films have taught me anything, you need something magnetic that can disrupt the signal in the keypad. So I, I don't know that donuts are magnetic. <laughs> I mean, who knows? With that amount of sugar, something is <laughs> possible. What type of donuts? Yeah, maybe a donut. <laughs> 
<laughs> on something. <laughs> um, you're just your average Krispy Kreme, original glazed. Okay. Okay. That's not. I feel like that's not gonna help. I mean, it could no. do. It's just, it's just okay. Um, okay. So I'm looking in the first. Okay, what else is in the first aid kit? Can you give me anything? What else is in there? Oh, let's see. Um, some bandages, some plasters. Um, you've got a tourniquet. Okay. Um, you've got some. Oh, what's it called? Deionized water for washing out eyes. Okay. Some other eye bandages things, and those bandage scissors. Okay. So, is there is there anything else in the supply closet with me? Is there like a is it literally just a a, a cupboard? There's like no ventilating. There's no like vents at the top or anything. It's literally just a cupboard and a door, and these supplies. I will say that there is a small window in the supply closet okay. door, okay. but it's got that weird wire meshing that school doors have. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. You know, plastic. Um, there are also some safety pins in the first aid kit which would be used to tie up the bandage okay 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 could i and there's how 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 like thick is this window like is it could i break it with the mop and then call for help if you break it you might be exposed to more gas oh yes even if i leave oh right okay so that's interesting. So with the with the bandages and the sa- safety pins and stuff, I've got to form some sort of like mask to help stop myself breathing in the gas. Surely for when I get out of the, the closet, because okay, because if I get oh the mop, the, I could take the head of the mop and form some sort of like face masks. There must be like because if I'm believing, I need to get out the supply closet to go find a cure. But if I'm going to be exposed to more deadly gas, then I will need something to protect myself um mm-hmm. that doesn't help because i'm still stuck in the supply closet um the safety pins you can't pick a lock because it's a key card thing something mm-hmm. magnetic can you do something with the cleaning fluids is there is, is that gonna like can you rub something together and with the safety pin and cause a magnetic charge or the donuts i mean you're, you're the scientist in this scenario you tell me i'm a psychologist <laughs> not a not a chemist <laughs> I, I could tell i could give you some therapy in the room of what you're how you feel about <laughs> having four hours to live but i could <laughs> i'm creating a so you give therapy but there you go yeah forget getting out of the room i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna eat the donuts i'm gonna give myself some therapy and enjoy four hours and just you know chill if i ha- do I have a phone on me you have a radio. I have a radio. Okay. Cool. Oh, okay. Right. This. Okay. I'm not saying I know how to hack a radio or anything. Could I? Oh. Right. I have a radio so that I can pick up, take apart the radio, and then that's got electricity in it. So. Mm-hmm. You gotta use. Oh my god! Could I blow the door apart? Like, could I? I don't know. Get the electricity from the radio. Form a like. Electric charge, and then like zap the keycard thingy. And then, like, override it so it should open. And then, with my new mask of my bandages and mop and safety pins, I run out and I go, go, I scream. I'm like, I've got no, please help me. And then they give me the cure and I live. There you go. Uh, okay. <laughs> Apart from the fact that there's no one there. You didn't You're say that. Late alone. Now I have. You're there alone 
And so you run over to your computer, you get your key card, remember to never forget it again. Mm. Um, you're wearing your lovely mop mask. <laughs> um, you log into your system to see exactly what it is that has been accidentally released from the lab, only to find out that the uh, safety ventilation system has broken. Oh my gosh. And, you and it's going out into the local atmosphere. How do you get the message out that everyone's in danger? Mm-hmm. But why, why is no one there? If there's a deadly gas being exposed, is everyone dead? Or is everybody just not working? You were working late. Oh, okay. So then am I the, am I the reason the, ga- the gas was exposed? It was like, am I the reason for possible human death? <laughs> No, let's 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 say that uh, one of your colleagues left their computer on or something, and then Gary was just cleaning harmlessly, and he accidentally nudged the keyboard, and then that triggered everything. It's Gary's fault. Yeah, he should be fired. That's my first. Well, I mean, he shouldn't be eating donuts anyway. Should no, he? not in the supply closet. Well, no. Um, okay, so we've got. I've got. Oh god. Okay, so I've got to get it out. The message out that there's a deadly gas going into the atmosphere. Oh, but I took apart my radio. I mean, if I, so I'm back out in back out in the facility, and there's lots of scientific equipment. So there must be something to. Am I me in this scenario, or am I some really cool, clever scientist? You're you, but you're also a scientist. Okay. Well, I'm working at a top secret military facility. I mean, I have to be quite clever <laughs> to get into that job. Um, yes. Oh my god. Okay. So, okay. So there must be some sort of thing to prevent it being entered into the atmosphere or is everything like broken is it is everything working let's say that um somehow the facility was hacked so the safety vents that would normally come in and remove any gases aren't working okay. the doors to let you out into the world aren't opening mm-hmm. um because obviously the Part, I mean, even if you had your key card, you wouldn't have been able to get out of the supply closet because that was the exact moment that everything was hacked and shut down. Okay. So how much time has passed now? Because I've got four hours to live. So by the time I've actually got out of the supply closet, I'm surely only got like two hours. So I've got two hours to save myself and the rest of humanity. Oh my god, I feel like a superhero. This is crazy. Yep. Oh my god. Okay. It's okay. The safety vents are broken. I can't get out. Doors closed. Okay. 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 Oh my gosh. This is really. I'm getting stressed, and this is not even true. Um. Okay. So I've got a key card. I'm running around. There's a lot of scientific equipment, but what kind of equipment? Could I? What? How do I have the possibility to develop a cure, or is there like? We're not even close, and that's going to take months to develop. I I reckon it would take you longer than the two hours you have left to live to develop the cure. Okay. Plus, the gas has already made its way outside. Oh, so it's so already affecting people. Yeah, people are already starting to die. Oh God. So, um, but because it's a top secret military facility, you can't just log on to Facebook and post in the local area <laughs> page. But guys, by the way, there's like a deadly gas, so <laughs> maybe stay inside. <laughs> Love the MI5 baiters. Uh, okay, yeah. so we can't. Okay, we can't do that. Okay. So there's no. Oh. Could I get in touch with like the prime minister or the president or wherever I am, 
could I because I mean surely he knows or she knows about the top secret military facility so could I let them know about the, the deadly gas and they immediately tell the public to protect themselves um I mean you're working late let's say it's about oh, 11 yeah. p.m I mean by the time you've got yourself out of that cupboard it's now 1 a.m in the morning everyone's asleep you could send a message but really who's gonna wake up the prime minister for a message from a military facility somewhere in the Cotswolds um <laughs> I mean, say, saying Soz might have let a gas out. Me? Who wouldn't open the like wake up the prime minister? They're not going to be like, right? So we saw this from the top secret military facility that a deadly gas is going. It's got out and it's killing people. You know, look, let's let him lie in. We'll wake him up later. I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, by the time it's re- from the Cotswolds to London, it's quite a distance. So I mean, you know. He'd live for a bit longer. Is it so? Are mm. people dying immediately, or they have they got four hours to live as well? They have four hours from when they're exposed to the gas, just like you. Okay. So technically, okay, it sounds really bad, and it's kind of devil's advocate here. But if I just let it go, so if I let the gas ex- go into the atmosphere and, and like affect people, if they've got four hours to live, technically that's six hours to develop a cure. Would the cure take longer than six hours, or would I? Could I have that's, time? That's not the issue, though, is it? You've only got two hours to live. Oh yeah! Oh my god, I forgot so about that. So uh, dying. Yeah. So it's not just the fact that the public have supposedly six hours. It's the fact that you would have to do something quick enough in your two hours mm-hmm. to make it worthwhile. Oh god. Um, okay. Unless you decide, okay, I can't do anything. I'll die. But then let the public die enough so that someone realizes something's happened and then you'd basically be sacrificing a majority of the british public before someone else realized what was happening oh i couldn't do that save something that's crazy though that's very like that's very like villainy thanos thinking there being like yeah i'm gonna let half the population die and then someone's gonna notice oh i couldn't do that so what would you do then in your last two hours i think i just if if i knew there's nothing i could do if i couldn't develop a cure if i couldn't get the message out to people like there's this gas that's going to affect everyone i think i'd try and get in touch with like my colleagues my boss and stuff and be like look this has happened i've got two hours to live but if you hear this within the next two hours you have to develop a cure and i think you're just i don't know i think i just i i would have to come to the fact that people would maybe lose their lives but i'd have to save the greater majority maybe so i think i'd spend the two hours doing all i could trying to like i don't know try and get the vents working again to get some of the gas away but trying to get in touch with people and yeah i think so okay okay let's say this then so you spend the next hour emailing the higher-ups and all of your colleagues and anyone who you think would listen and help to develop a cure or to stop and help with the vents or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Then you get a knock on your lab door. You open it to see your colleague, Sandra. <laughs> and she goes, oh my God, I am so sorry. Um, I think Gary accidentally let off 
this uh, very deadly virus um, into the air. Where's Gary at this um, point? Sorry, is it, is is he gone uh, home? Let's just say Gary's um, smoked a bit too much in the other supply closet, um, and he's wondering where his donuts are, <laughs> but he's too too spaced out to worry about it. Okay. Um, but Sandra says, "Look, I've I've got a cure, but there's there's one bit missing." And into the room she brings a llama. Um, this this llama, you know, okay. Uh, sort of the lab's llama pet um you you all decided to rescue him from um a government experiment a few years ago okay you bonded with this llama his name is uh susan (laughs) respect his life choices and if you get that reference love you forever (laughs) um and look susan here he has a special strand in his dna which will cancel out all of the deadly side effects from this gas virus. Okay. But it means we have to kill him. Oh, the poor llama. I mean, I wouldn't want to kill the llama, but if it's going to save the population, I would have to do it. And I'm just, to thing? everyone listening, I am against animal testing. I am against, I am a vegetarian. So I do, I do, I, I am against, you know, killing animals for that. But if it, if it was in this scenario to save, a lot of people's lives then I would have to kill the llama and I would have to extract the the strand to in order to form a cure and I'd have to do it within the next hour because I'm gonna die so I mean I wouldn't want to kill the llama personally I wouldn't want to like you know I'd have to get someone else to kill the llama or I'd yeah I'd have to, sorry sorry Mr. Llama sorry Susan I mean it's it's very sad but I'd have to do it because if because humanity is, is going to save 60 million people, whatever, compared to one llama. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll get a new llama. We'll save all the llamas. I then found a, okay. I found a, um, a charity called Susan's Charity afterwards and save all the llamas in the world. That's what I would do. <laughs> so to make up for the slaughter of Susan, I would I would the office pet and loved one. <laughs> you decide to set up a charity in his yeah. name. Then I would save I would save all the llamas from experiments and in poor conditions and I would give them a home. So you'd leave you'd leave the, the top secret military facility and you'd go around the world saving llamas. Yeah. It's a safer up thing. Working a top secret like facility. I've nearly died. So I think going around saving llamas is a safer job. And yeah. I- and also because it's a top secret military facility. Your friends and family just think you work down the corner at Greg's. Exactly, so they don't need to know I'm going around the world saving llamas, do they? I'll just pop back every couple of weeks and say, here's a here's a sausage roll. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, they don't need to know. And I will have a good conscience because I saved the population and I saved all the llamas. And no one will ever know because I work at a top secret facility. And But I should get, you know, a knighthood for this. You want a knighthood for saving all of the Susan llamas and all the whole and the whole human population of Britain. <laughs> yeah, but you work at a top secret military facility, so no one will ever know that it was you. But the prime minister will know. Cuz will he though? Well, no, he won't, but no, he'll just know that a scientist somewhere did something which meant they didn't have to worry anymore. Well, I will know and I will be proud of myself, so I'll give myself an I will give myself a knighthood. 
and I will go. <laughs> I will be happy because all the llamas will be saved, and yeah, that's it. That's it. That will be my 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 moment. I will save them all. Nearly dying myself. How long does it take to make a cure though? Because I've got like an hour to live once once Sandra and Susan come in. Doesn't it take ages to make the cure? So I've literally got like five minutes to live when they give me the cure. Yeah, I mean, S- Sandra already had something lined up just in case it, you know, it all went wrong. It was literally just a case of extracting the DNA, which probably took about half hour, forty minutes, because you're so good at your job. So Sandra yeah. didn't think to tell me this, like you know, she didn't think to leave the cure at work. She didn't have to take it home. Sandra didn't know you were there. Why would you take it home? That is a top secret. That is a top secret, like cure she's taken home technically she's violating her job but she should be fired too but because she's already developed the cure and kind of saved humanity i think she could stay she could stay even though it's her gas to begin with that nearly killed almost killed you well well, yeah so no she needs to be why does she invent who invents deadly gases to kill the population she evil why is sandra involved she needs she needs to be fired too Sandra and Gary. You're both working at a top secret military facility. But just... Goodness only knows what you're working on there. That's true, I didn't think about that. There's mm. a, a lot of things now that's just made me think, what are I actually working on at these top secret facilities? Mm-hmm. If I was, if I was mm-hmm. working there, that's what I would do. I would hope, hopefully get the cure sorted in 40 minutes, 20 minutes to live, take the cure, be like, quick, we need to get it into the atmosphere. And then like, they go, Phew. And then the, we were like, right, you need to get the mechanic in to fix the vents. And then everyone saved. And then I quit the job. And I guess I saved Susan Lammers. Okay. Is, <laughs> is there anything else I'm missing? I feel like <laughs> I've got too much into the other side of it and being like, so my career is this. I'm <laughs> I've forgotten about the donuts and the mop. I didn't use the cleaning fluids. That's alright. You didn't have to use everything or anything, really. That's true. What would you have done? Me? Yeah. Oh dear. Um, probably something similar. Um, I would have tried using the paperclip. Probably my lovely cardigan that I'd probably <laughs> wear if I was a scientist to create some sort of static or magnetic charge to uh, get rid of the, the lock issue. Um if I was a scientist, I'd probably be able to find one of the cleaning fluids that would contain a sort of chemical that would fight through the gas or that, that wouldn't be affected by a gas or like would create um, a layer of protection of some description. Um, use one of the eye mask things because they tend to be more like a cotton pad nice. rather than like a bandage or a mop, which has just ick on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then probably the same. Um, I'm not sure I could get, I could bring myself to killing Susan. You know, I get very attached to these other <laughs> creatures. But I mean, you, so you wouldn't kill. What about the population? You wouldn't. You'd have to kill Susan if she, she she's like. Oh yeah, I, I I would make Sandra kill Susan. Uh, yeah. And while she was doing that, I would be shouting at her why she was so stupid <laughs> and what made her think she was okay to make such a deadly gas. <laughs> And then she'd be like, because it's the government, it's what we do here. And I'd be like, um, I'm sorry, I don't know what you were working on, Sandra. 
but I was working on the cure to cancer, okay? <laughs> so um, if you can't handle that, I'm going to um, totally put um, a grievance in against you <laughs> because now you've traumatised me with PTSD about this movie. Um, I love it. <laughs> and I'd probably spend my last few living minutes um, ranting at Sandra about how irresponsible she is um, and then she'd probably hate me so much within those few minutes that she would not give me the cure. Instead, <laughs> would go to the higher-ups and be like, by the way, dead person in the lab, but here's this cure for this thing. I'm just going to steal the glory. She's going to take everything. She's just going to leave you to die. Yeah. And then she'll go to the sun and be like, I, Sandra, saved the world. I hate Sandra. And no one will Sandra, know. Sandra's an awful person. Yeah. But then she would have broken the official secrets act, so she would completely be incarcerated for treason. Good. Yeah, so then she'd be locked away, had the key thrown away. But you'd, you'd be dead! Um, <laughs> but then I'd be dead, so Susan wouldn't get the justice that he deserved. That's very true. That's true. I th- so I think, I think yours would be would have been better i mean i would also have a go at sandra but i don't think i'd push it so far that she wouldn't give me the cure so i think i would i would i would be like nice i'd be like passive aggressive i'd be like sandra kill the llama and then i'd be like you know what you're a horrible person you should be really disappointed in yourself i'd make her feel so bad that she'd like she'd be like i don't know what i'm doing and then i steal the cure from her take some myself and then give it to the rest of the population Oh, so you'd do like the mum thing of I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. I'd make her feel really bad and then she goes, I'm really sorry. And I'm like, you know what you should do? You should just leave your job and go, you know, rent a farm in Finland and think about your actions. (laughs) And then I'm going to go save all the llamas because you just killed a llama. And that's how it's going to go. So yeah, that's that's. I would just emotionally manipulate Sandra into giving me the cure. And then she she quits, and then she but she has to like cancel the gas. She needs to like take get rid of it, and then we're all happy and everyone's safe. That would be. That sounds so dark and so crazy, but it would work. It's an apocalyptic scenario. <laughs> it would kind of be a um, bit bit boring if exactly. it wasn't <laughs> dark and scary. <laughs> but it's a win win situation. Sandra's Sandra's away she's thinking i'm saving llamas and the world is safe but i like your static electricity <laughs> thing i like the i like the paperclip and the cardigan i didn't even think about that that's very cool i mean i i could definitely pull off you know one of those those heavy knit cardigans you know with, oh, the, big with the glasses as well and like i like it yes I like it yes it would be like one of those um you know you know weird fish do those really tight thick knit yes jumpers. i do actually yeah they're nice it'd be like yeah. one of those like a warm tone you know Ooh, i like it i like it i look very good <laughs> i just didn't even think about the clothes i'd be wearing so that would be oh, that's a genius i mean if i'm working in a top secret military facility and you know i end up annoying sandra to the point where she doesn't give me the cure anymore um it wouldn't surprise me if i was also the type of scientist to go i'm not gonna wear a white coat it will ruin my look <laughs> <laughs> so you need to wear this no yeah. <laughs> not wearing that <laughs> yeah Vogue says no coats are not season it's all about the cardigan <laughs> but it's safety darling safety is not cool <laughs> I could... go to spec savers to get my special safety specs 
buy one get one half price <laughs> got my normal glasses and then i got my special um gok glasses you get it to work right which actually is safety <laughs> i can imagine you doing this so clearly <laughs> yeah can you imagine like going in the morning be like morning frank and he's like morning henry how are you but, like jock got new glasses over the weekend not sure if they suit me and he goes chew up I don't think they do, mate, but they go perfectly with that cardigan. I'll be like, thank you, Frank. Thank you for believing so in like me. we like Frank. Frank is a good <laughs> member of the team. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't Gary, like Gary, though. Gary's Gary a bit. set the whole thing off. No. And also, if he's eating donuts in a supply closet, I'm sorry, but he... Sa- Gary and Sandra are just... They need to be let go. But Frank can stay. Frank complimented your cardigan and your yeah. glasses, so he's good. He's good. Yeah. We like Frank. We like Frank. He's, 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 he's a good person. And Susan, obviously. But we get to, we get to go. Susan, yeah. R.I.P. Susan. Want a moment of silence. <sighs> okay. Did you know a moment is actually um, officially classified as a period of 90, 90 seconds? 90 seconds? That seems really long. I just thought a moment was kind of like... Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like a very like look into the distance kind of thinking about everything, five seconds and then back to reality. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine every film, every like rom com, where they have a moment <laughs> together and they're staring at each other across from the For coffee 90- shop, you know? But actually, to everyone else, they're like, "Are these people okay? They haven't blinked <laughs> for a minute." <laughs> the music just keeps going. Everyone's looking around, like, um, "Hello." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be. <laughs> just a couple seconds that we have in, in film it's actually 90 oh. seconds god you get, you get a blush your eyes staring just the eyes start watering <laughs> like twitching and then you're, they're both crying they've got twitches in their eyes and they're like you're so beautiful oh my eyes are burning this turns into a really intense staring but contest you could just feel the love <laughs> Oh, I love it. Oh my god, I'm crying thinking about that. <laughs> I did not know that though. Well, now you do. No, I do. I've learned so much from this. I've learned that I'm quite a strange person because I would um, a manipulator person. But in, 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 if the if the case arrived, if this ever happened, if I ever got a job in a top secret military facility and I had to do this, mm. then I know what to mm. do. It's it's taught me so much, and I've learned all the, loads of different facts. It's a very educational podcast. Very, I mean, yeah, I like it a lot, and I hope I hope I wouldn't have to kill a llama, but I am very much thinking about forming a llama saving we charity. Should, we should we should do one, and then I would move respect of Susan, and then I'd move. We we should move to Finland, get a, a llama farm, and just we should go to no, we should go to Peru, Peru. go to Peru. Would save all the llamas, and then move them to right. Finland, because they'll be like, because actually no, Finland's really cold. Okay, no, we'd stay in Peru, travel around South America, and be like, are you a llama in danger? Yes, you are. And then we will save him, and then take him to take take him to a farm, and then raise them, and then they will be. So you okay. want to found a llama sanctuary? Yes. Okay. That is a great plan. I'm going to start that. I'm going to like off you go. <laughs> yeah, that's my life plan. Thank you for thank you for telling. Thank you for helping me figure out what I want to do with my that's, life. That's fine. I'm <laughs> glad I could help. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just see God. me ten years time on the news. 
the biggest llama farm in, <laughs> if you, in Peru. I think, I think you're going to get some bad press if you call it a llama farm. I think I think you're better off calling it a llama farm. Do you remember yeah, the llama song? Yes. Wait, the one... The, <laughs> which one? I was thinking the Horrible Histories one. No, I'm thinking the one that, that we did as kids. <laughs> Cowfish, fish, and done it off. Oh my god! I'm gonna watch that video after this. This that was. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Fun man. We were. How old were we then? Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. Oh my god! What were we thinking? that the apocalypse that was, was not nigh and that we could just frolic about singing llama songs <laughs> with an inflatable dolphin and to any listeners not knowing what we're talking about I, I, I won't <laughs> apologise because I'm sure that is a marvellous image in your brains um, and on that note See, <laughs> and then we'll just leave <laughs> I think on that note we'll leave it um, so thank you Maya for joining me You're today welcome. Thank you for having me. It's been really fun. Thank you to any listeners still um, listening. Um, again, no apologies. We're, we're, no. we're weird and we don't apologise for it. Um, exactly. Never apologise for being weird. <laughs> I wish you all the best luck in this apocalypse. <laughs> and too. we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.